Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. New Mirror, President Trump apparently seeking revenge. We've just learned that one key player from his National Security Council, who was a key witness in his impeachment, just got shown the door. A CNN exclusive, Ambassador Bill Taylor, another critical impeachment witness, is speaking for the first time since his congressional testimony right here on The Lead. Plus, with still no official winner in Iowa, Democratic presidential candidates are looking for a clear win in New Hampshire. And to get that, well, they're starting to get a little personal. This is CNN Breaking News. Welcome to The Lead. I'm Jake Tapper. We have this breaking news for you. CNN has just learned that Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman, a key witness in the impeachment inquiry of President Trump, has been fired from his White House National Security Council job. Vindman's attorney writing a statement obtained by CNN that says in part, quote, there is no question in the mind of any American why this man's job is over, why this country now has one less soldier serving it at the White House. Lieutenant Colonel Vindman was asked to leave for telling the truth. His honor, his commitment to right, frightened the powerful. The truth has cost Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman his job, his career, and his privacy. He did what any member of our military is charged with doing every day. He followed orders. He obeyed his oath. And he served his country, even when doing so was fraught with danger and personal peril. And for that, the most powerful man in the world... Buoyed by the silent, the pliable, and the complicit, has decided to exact revenge, unquote. CNN's Caitlin Collins is breaking this story from the White House. Caitlin, tell us more. Jake, the president all but confirmed this is going to happen when he was asked this morning about whether or not it was imminent that they were going to push Lieutenant Colonel Vindman out of this job. He responded saying he wasn't happy and that we'd be hearing about what would be happening to him. And now we know that he has been escorted off the White House grounds by security, told his services are no longer needed. And Jake, we do have one remaining question, which is about the future of his brother, Eugene, who is an attorney for the National Security Council, who we are told also walked out with Vindman today, but it's unclear if he received the same messages message about his services no longer being needed. Now, the president had been essentially telegraphing this for weeks. They wanted to wait until the impeachment trial had come to an end, though, because aides had cautioned the president that if he pushed out someone who testified in the impeachment inquiry, it was only going to make things harder for him. And now, clearly, now that that trial has wrapped up this week, they are making these moves at the National Security Council. The president has continued to complain about Vindman ever since he testified, saying that that call that he was also on on July 25th was inappropriate, that it undermined national security. The president has not only mocked what he said, he mocked him for wearing his uniform to come and testify there on Capitol Hill as you saw him. So it really wasn't a surprise to many people inside the White House that this happened. But of course, Democrats and the president's critics and other people are going to say this is retribution for his testimony. And you can see his attorneys drawing a direct line between him 
him testifying and him being fired months before he was scheduled to go in the statement that they put out. He is way ahead of his scheduled departure date from the National Security Council role. It's a two-year job. He's not supposed to leave until July of 2020 when he would typically go back to the Pentagon. And now he's expected to do that. But of course, there are still going to be questions about a role at the Pentagon. Looks like a role still in this administration that we should know earlier today. The Defense Secretary Mark Esper said mm-hmm. that they should not fear any kind of retaliation. All right, Caitlin Collins, thanks so much. Uh, and we should note, uh, Caitlin referred to President Trump hinting as to this this morning. Uh, let's roll that sound. Here's President Trump this morning asked about the status of Lieutenant Colonel Vindman and whether or not he was going to be essentially fired. Mr. President, would you like to see Alexander Vindman out of your White House? Do you want Alexander? Well, I'm not happy with him. You think I'm supposed to be happy with him? I'm not. Uh, Bill Crystal, let's start with you as we chew over this with the panel. What's your reaction, Lieutenant Colonel Vindman being literally shown the door? I mean, it's one thing to shorten his detail, though it's not the right thing to do since he acted entirely honorably. And apparently he saw something that was problematic. He went to the council's office and raised it as he should and reported it to his superiors in the military. But one can say, okay, it's awkward. I, you know, one can understand perhaps the national security advisor calling over to the Pentagon and saying, could you take him back a few months earlier? Make sure he's treated well. We're just going to make a change here a little ahead of schedule. That is one thing. To have him escorted off the White House grounds by security as if he's been, what has he been charged with? Nothing. Has he done anything inappropriate? No. That is a disgrace. And I think people in the military, you see that, you go over on detail to the White House, it's an honor. Typically, sometimes it's a bit of a burden, too. You sure you, you might enjoy more. Passed away. Um, don't worry. Uh, we're not in Russia anymore. Uh, we're not in the Soviet Union anymore. I'm going to be okay, his family having emigrated from the Soviet Union. I mean, it is wrong to escort an active duty military officer who's been accused of nothing off the White House grounds as if he's somehow, a, you know, a suspect in some crime or something. And when the, the other another point on this is that uh, Vindman, when it, he came forward, uh, when it became clear that he was going to testify, after having been um, called by the House of Representatives to do so, uh, Esper, I believe it was at the time, the Secretary of Defense, issued a statement assuring uh, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer there will be no retribution, there cannot be any retribution against him, but that's only in within the Pentagon. That doesn't mean that his detail to the White House, there would be no retribution. Right. I mean, certain uh, agencies and heads of those agencies can guarantee something, but we've seen time and time again that that Trump acts as Trump wants to act. Uh, And so when he decides to take retribution, um, there's not much that that the Department of Secretary for the Department of Defense can do other than bring Vidman in the way he said he was going to. Can you imagine uh, if uh, Obama or the Obama administration had taken any action against any of the Benghazi whistleblowers uh, who had various positions in the State Department and elsewhere. It's really quite it's really quite a, a thought to have. Um, it, it is. I mean, obviously, we are going to be watching to see what his next posting is, because if he ends up at Ice Station Zebra, we'll know that the retaliation is fully on. The other thing I would say is the president over the last few months has got has an inclination to get more involved, not less involved in the inner workings of the Pentagon, notably on in criminal matters of, of military justice. And there has been retribution. He he ordered the uh, the the, the uh, withdrawal of some of some commendations for some of the prosecutors of those folks accused of war crimes. So he's he's perfectly willing to, to meddle in that. The question is whether uh, Secretary Esper can support yeah. that. Everyone stick around. We've got more to talk about. Senator Bernie Sanders is signaling who he now sees as his biggest competition, and he's calling that person out by name. Plus, thousands quarantined on cruise ships, and the number of Americans infected on board is growing. Stay with us. The health lead now, the number of cases of the coronavirus among passengers on a cruise ship has tripled 
in just the last day. Just yesterday, the ship docked in Japan with 20 patients. Now it has 61, 11 of them from the United States. One woman learned she has the virus when a nurse knocked on her cabin door and said the following in this moment caught on video. We need you to get ready. We don't know how long you have to stay in the hostel. Okay. Yeah. Ripley talked to that woman who's from Oregon. Well, the anxiety setting in for her and, and many others stuck in close quarters. Yeah, especially, Jake, she was told that she might be in the hospital for three days, then she could get back with her husband. Then she arrived at the hospital and found out it's going to be two weeks at least. And, of course, on the ship, people are stuck there for at least two weeks as well, because every time there's a new confirmed coronavirus case, that 14-day quarantine period starts all over again. And these are people who are having to basically sit confined in their rooms for 23 hours a day. They're allowed outside for less than an hour under close supervision. And so this luxury liner where people were at the casino and they were at the buffet and watching the shows just a week ago. Now they feel like they're in a floating prison and the rooms, well, they haven't even been sanitized since the coronavirus outbreak. Here's what that couple from Oregon told me. We haven't had our room sanitized or anything like that. Um, We haven't had any sort of, we've gotten fresh towels and our old ones go out. Um, But nobody from the crew staff has has stepped foot in our room since the quarantine began. I don't know what's going to happen an hour from now, tomorrow. Like, for all we know, we could stay quarantined on the ship for a month. We we just, the, the not knowing is the hardest. 3,700 people on board that ship, Jake. And for those who are healthy, even though scientists say it's unlikely the coronavirus is spread through the air, well, that's little reassurance for people with young children sitting in their rooms looking up at the air vent. Jake? Okay, well, Ripley, thanks so much. That ship in Japan is one of three luxury liners worldwide dealing with this outbreak. Another is docked just south of New York City. Let's go to CNN's Polo Sandoval in Bayonne, New Jersey. Polo, Royal Caribbean now, four guests tested for the virus did not show symptoms, but that apparently is not stopping the cruise line from adding additional travel restrictions. Yeah, Jake, initially it was 27 of the passengers aboard the Anthem of the Seas that uh, caught the attention of health officials. They boarded the ship after it docked here in New Jersey early this morning. And as you mentioned, out of them, only four of them, that family of four, was not medically cleared. They were sent to a nearby hospital to get uh, tested for coronavirus. As we, It's important to point out, yes, they did not have any symptoms. However, they had recently traveled uh, to mainland China, which was one of the main concerns here. Now, as we wait for those test results to come back, uh, we do know the Royal Caribbean is implementing stricter health health screening protocols, and that includes guests that are holding uh, passports. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 